0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the and Smack podcast presented by the Griffcast here at Canisius College. Conference play is underway in the MAC. Eight teams were in action over the weekend. We'll get into that and uh, more national. So, my name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Let's do it. Uh, with the game you were at on Friday, Canisius Aha, and Marist, yes. Uh, yes. they the, the Griffs and the Red Foxes split the weekend opening series along with um, three of the other matchups. Three of the four uh, matchups ended out in a split. The only sweep was St. Peter's over, to, over Niagara. Uh, but first we'll get into Canisius against Marist. On Friday, the Griffs won 81-72. And on Saturday, Marist won 56 to 52. So we'll start out on Friday. Uh, Jordan Henderson, Malik Green, Majesty Brandon with a big three for the Griff's 18 for Green and his Canisius debut 16 for Majesty Brandon 15 for Jordan Henderson. Uh, Adam, you were at this game. I mean, I I watched it. You were at it. Uh, (laughs) All three of them looked great.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was definitely the trio um, for sure. I mean, I think, both of us kind of figured that uh, Majesty and Jordan Henderson were going to be two of the uh, go-to guys in that Canisius offense. And, you know, just on that team as a whole, they were probably going to be the two guys to look out for, but uh, you mentioned it. I want to see you mentioned it in the preview episode that um, a lot of the guys in and around the team were high on Malik Green. Uh, you know, right. he's coming from Moorhead state transferring in. Um, and I would say that they were, they were right to be uh, right to be high on him. I mean, he, he, in my opinion, was the best player on the court. Filled the stat sheet: 18 seven rebounds and assist, two steals, and a block. Um, you know, doing doing that off the bench. I mean, he obviously he had a, I don't know. Let's see how many minutes did he have? He had 27 minutes. Um, so yeah, I, I I loved his game. Um, he played. You know, it was a bit bit colder from the field on Saturday night, but still had a double double, 11 and 13. Um, I think if he can be that third option, that third guy um, alongside Henderson and Majesty Brandon, um, they Canisius could potentially make some noise. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, a lot of teams split. And, I, you know, we were talking about that before the podcast that, you know, right. our theory kind of is that, you know, a lot of games or a lot of series, excuse me, are probably going to end in splits. But, yeah, I mean – You had to be happy with what you saw. 81 points uh, led for the entire second half. Um, Maris kept it close, but just couldn't seem to get over the hump.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, But Maris, they had, it was Hakeem Bird played really well. 17 points for him. And I wonder if Malik Green is going to somehow find his way into the starting lineup. Because the Grips ran a little bit of a different lineup, game one to game two. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of starters, yeah. On Friday, they went Jordan Henderson, Yako Fritz, George Mesalenikoff, Seam Utendal, and Amadou Fofana. In game two, they ran with Henderson, Mesalenikoff, Fritz, Brandon Harit. Uh huh. Yeah. So, I mean, two different guys there. I got to wonder because. George Maslunakov, yeah, he started both games, but he only played a combined twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, and not to mention games. he was and he was atrocious on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, he was almost unplayable.
0: No, I mean he he played eight minutes, did not score, did not take a shot, two turnovers. Yeah, he 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 struggled on Saturday, and I, you know, he has D one experience. He was at DePaul two years ago, and he went to a um, JUCO, I believe it was in California last mm-hmm. year and um he did okay there um but i think kind of jumping back into the division 1 level is tough obviously malik green did it well it was friday was his first game action since march of 2019 yeah um
1: yeah i remember h- h- uh interviewing him post game uh one of the things he he mentioned was you know it's been such a long layoff for him it's been so long since he's played college basketball and you know, to come out and do what he did. He was, he right. was rightfully very yeah, they happy said, about They it. said
0: on the broadcast it had been like 600 and something days since he played a game, like 640, maybe around there. Yeah. That's just insane. Um, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. I couldn't imagine, you know, jumping right back in after such a long layoff. you know, obviously he was practicing last year, but he couldn't play in games and he, he was on the bench during games, but like, you know, obviously you can play five on five in practice, but nothing really compares to like a full speed game. Right. You know? That's true. And
1: something else to keep in mind is, uh, you know, whether or not Malik Green will crack the starting lineup, Jelani White did not play in either of those games. No, and, you know, Jelani has been a, you know, on and off starter for Canisius and during his entire tenure there, or pretty much during his entire tenure there. Um, So that's just another name that could be, you know, yeah, they
0: said, they said it was, um, I think it's a, uh, he, they said he tweaked his knee in practice.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I was I mean, just told it, he was out. I didn't know what happened to him. Yeah. But yeah, does it, make he,
0: sense. yeah. It was a, it was a minor knee injury. It sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows when he'll be back. I I'd assume it will be soon. He just couldn't play the first weekend. Uh Canisius's games uh, scheduled at Siena for this Friday and Saturday were postponed. Um, Siena's having some COVID problems. The reschedule date for that is still TBD. Um, so Sienna did not play this past weekend either. Uh, so they had the day, the weekend off as well as, uh, I believe it was, um, cause Quinnipiac did not play. Monmouth um, didn't play. Monmouth didn't play. And who else was it? Sienna didn't play. So those three are the, the ones that have not played yet. Hmm. Uh, everyone went one and one, uh, Ryder and Manhattan got a split. um, you know both both of them are kind of both mid pack in the mac um rider won the first game 82-64 uh, manhattan won the second game 87-77 high scoring that second game unlike uh the other three on yeah. saturday which we were just talking about this on the sh- on uh right before we started recording these second games of the series i think are going to be lower scoring than the others because you know a lot of times these teams are not accustomed to playing back to back and you kind of and you just jump into the season in most teams' cases and you're playing a back to back and yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Maris I think Maris did benefit from that against Canisius in the second game because they had that back-to-back experience against Binghamton in non-conference play but they still didn't look great it was a total turnover fest. oh
1: yeah that was um, it was <laughs> that one got pretty ugly.
0: Yeah, and the nugget I wanted to – and I said it before. On Friday, five of the eight teams that played scored over 70 points. On Saturday, five of the eight scored fewer than 56 points. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) 56 or under. Mariston 56, Canisius 52, Siena 52, and Niagara 49, St. Peter's 53. Mm That's crazy.
1: I remember talking to Reggie Witherspoon. I own oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You're good. Um, talking to Reggie Witherspoon after the game Friday night, he was telling me, he was like, you know, it's almost like the NBA playoffs. You know what I mean? He's like, right. I've never had to do anything like this in my coaching career. You know, he was, he was joking, saying like, oh, I'll have to call some of my NBA buddies. And I was like, okay, hum- <laughs> humble flex, Reggie, humble flex. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's weird. It's so weird. Like it's, just another unprecedented
0: thing in an unprecedented year Um, right because teams maybe will play back to back like once a year in mte maybe twice a year if they have to do it in the conference tournament but doing it in the regular season and doing it like for all of your games that's not something they've done
1: no right that's very true it's it's weird it's so it's just such a bizarre set of circumstances um i'm sure i'm sure teams
0: will get used to it as the year goes on sorry go ahead right and I think we saw it again. I, Iona Friday night. Iona won 70 to 40, 42. And on Saturday Fairfield won. it was 67, 52. Right. And it probably should have been more than that. Mm-hmm. It probably should have been more than a 15 point gap between them. Iona did not play well at all.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I gotta tell you, I, Credit where it's due because I was not very high on Fairfield coming into conference play. I mean, no. I was not expecting them to get a split out of that one. So, power to them for uh, taking one from Iona. Right.
0: And, you know, like we said, I think these will mostly be splits. And we kind of said that our, our thought is right now that if you get, we'll say, two sweeps during the year and maybe don't get swept at all, you have a good shot to be the one or the two seed. That's true.
1: It's true. I mean, if you it, legitimately, if you just can pull out a sweep every week, you're probably fighting for the third or fourth yeah, seed. Yeah, a sweep, like, you, know, a sweep <laughs> like, you know, every,
0: yeah, if you can get a sweep You're, every you're in contention, at least for a top five, top six seed, for sure. Right. And, you know, it's usually the team at the top doesn't usually win more than 13, 14 games anyway in a normal season. Exactly. So you might think 12 could win it this year, like a 12 and eight. 13 mm-hmm. and 7 yeah
1: Good no, you're right you're right 100 percent. i mean and so i i mean you look at st peter's a team that you know the only the team this show,
0: that came away with a sweep
1: right you know in the preview show we were saying that this is a team that could contend for a title They get a sweep you know 2-0 this early in the year i mean that's gotta that has gotta not only be a momentum booster but uh it may be early right now, but later in the season when, you know, seedings are getting, you know, it's getting towards the end of the season, you know, you're fighting to get that top seed, you know, top two, top three seed that sweep, you know, during the first week of conference play might, you know, give you a lot of help.
0: You know, it's, I, I, you know, I, I think it will. I mean, St. Peter's, they play Monmouth uh, this weekend. Monmouth is one of the three teams that has not started their season yet. Uh, Monmouth is scheduled to play Hofstra on a Tuesday to open up their season. And then they'll, they'll jump into conference. play. it'll be interesting to see what Monmouth looks like. I think having that one game under their belt at the time, hopefully, obviously um, will benefit them, mm-hmm. but it's a
1: long layoff for them. Like if they, it, don't... Um,
0: yeah, they haven't, they haven't played a game yet. Um, Sienna, like we said, hasn't played a game yet. They've had, they've had back-to-back quarantines. They have, they, um they've had about 28 days worth of quarantine in about 35 days that's just that's just absurd (laughs) it is i mean it's crazy but that's you know how where we're at right now right Um, that's true and that's just the that's just that's just the unfortunate thing of how it looks um it sounds like they might be trying to get them in before Christmas, those those Canisius-Siena games that was, uh, according to a report from the Albany Times-Union about an hour ago. Um, so hopefully those two games can happen because you are – because the Siena-Fairfield series was already scheduled – has already been rescheduled to the free week in February. Right. So you're getting to a point where, like, Siena's not going to get to 20 games if they're losing – four so early on
1: mm-hmm.
0: right well i guess no, there reason right. too because they, they already have the free week there isn't another free week besides christmas they could play it um the saturday sunday following christmas or friday saturday play on christmas day but i mean that that's the problem with this yeah. i mean obviously so much credit to rich ensor and what the mac did with the back-to-backs to limit travel and the free week and everything like that but it's almost like teams can't afford to have multiple pauses now. Right. I mean and we're getting to that point. And yeah, yeah. Just from a national standpoint, these Northeast programs are getting hit like not just the Mac, but you know, the entire Northeast as a whole. They're being hit really hard right now. Mm-hmm. And That's true. I mean that that'll kind of bring us into our next topic, uh, going national now. Um, a lot of these programs in like the Midwest and the South and all of that, um, basically already have herd immunity on their teams, yeah, but, that's about it. and so bringing that, so it makes it harder on the Northeast programs. And that brings us over into our next, uh, topic, Keontae Johnson, scary moment in the Florida, Florida state game. Uh, yesterday morning, about four or five minutes into the game. It was coming out of the first media timeout. Keontae Johnson collapsed on the floor mid-game and uh, was taken to the hospital. Uh, As of Florida's last update this morning, he was in critical but stable condition. Um, There's speculation, and obviously you don't want to speculate on this, but he did have COVID over the summer. He tested positive, and they think it might be – there well the speculation is it might be related to that the myocarditis um, that some people are facing you don't hope it's that but your your mind kind of goes to that um, so hopefully speedy recovery for him but yeah that that was a scary moment in that game
1: yeah that was that was that was tough to watch i mean right he just he just like you said i mean there's no other way to put it he just collapsed um, right i mean the fact that you know it's scary because, like, yes, they say stable condition, but on the other hand, they're also saying critical. You know what I mean? Right. So obviously, you know, you, you know he's he's not, uh, you know, he's not in danger of losing his life as far as we know. Right. Um. But yeah, it's it's just you, all you can do is just wish him a speedy recovery. I mean, he's such yeah. a talented player. So right. I mean, at um, SEC Player of the Year last yeah. year.
0: Really, really good player. Um. So there, there was a whole. I get. I. I guess we can call it a controversy over the past few days that kind of unintentionally preceded this. Um, so this was this is between Mike Shishovsky, Jim Bayheim and Nate Oates. Um, oh boy, so this, is after, a, this is a fun one. That yeah this this was a this was an interesting. So after Duke lost to Illinois on Tuesday night, and after that, Mike Shashevsky said, "quote It didn't feel right to anybody." Unquote to play right now, given everything going on. He said, quote, I would just like for the safety, the mental and the physical health of players and the staff to assess where we're at, unquote there. Um, so then after, so those comments were on Tuesday night um, from Mike Shashevsky And then on Thursday, Nate Oates, the head coach at Alabama was asked about it. Asked about what he said. And Nate Oates responded, quote, Do you think if Coach K hadn't lost his two his two non-conference games at home, he, that he would be saying that? We hundred percent should be playing basketball, unquote. Nate so Nate Oates, the head coach at Alabama, former head coach of Buffalo, uh, said that. So then this was Saturday. Jim Beheim said yesterday. So Jim Beheim said Mike Shashevsky anybody that thinks he would not play because his team lost two games it's sad I feel bad for somebody that would make a statement like that Mike Shashevsky isn't saying that because he doesn't want to play or he doesn't have a good team he said that consistently from the beginning of this year it's sad to it's sad to see somebody say something like that really speaks to somebody's character so talking about Nate Oates there and then so Nate Oates on Saturday night apologizes to Mike Krzyzewski, he said, I want to, I want, I kind of want to publicly apologize to Coach K for what I said. I actually feel terrible about it. Right after I got out of the press conference, I reached out to him. He was gracious enough to return my call. We had a good talk on the phone and I've got the utmost respect for him as a coach. Hmm. So a lot of interesting stuff happening there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's, you know, you, that's the kind of thing, like what Oates says, like, that's the type of thing you see on like the reply to a sports center tweet or something right. like that, like just some random like sports stand account. You know right. what I mean? Like, you to, to hear that from, uh, you know, an associate of his, a fellow Power Five coach. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I, and like you said, he apologized. So you got to give him right. credit where it's due. It's not like he, you know, held, you know, stood by it and all that. But, um, yeah. I mean, when I first read that, I was like, wow, that's audacious to. You right. know, say that I mean, it's not like he got upset by a, a G5 or a G5, like a, a mid major team, you know what right. I mean? He lost to Michigan State and he lost to Illinois, who we are both top 10 teams in the
0: country. So, and, and Mike Shashevsky has been a guy that's been very outspoken. I mean, remember back to March when COVID started to become a thing and tournaments were getting canceled. Duke pulled out, right? They that's pulled out before anybody else did. That and. You know, Coach K is an older guy. He's in his seventies. So I mean that's got that's gotta be in the back of his mind too. Mm-hmm. And you kinda of gotta and it kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, should we be playing right now? And and, and I mean, especially after this situation in, in Florida.
1: Right. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Um it's just kind of tough because while there have been so many pauses and, you know, so many programs have had, you know, cases and had to stop and wait the, mm-hmm. you know, 14 days. On the other hand, there are plenty that, you know, haven't had to, ha- had to have a pause mm-hmm. yet, you know, not to say that they may not down the line, but um, it's tough to say because it is. it's pretty much just a glass half full, glass half empty type situation. Because on one hand you can say, oh, look at all these pauses, you know, clearly it's not running smoothly. Why are we playing? Blah, blah, blah. Or you can look at it as the glass half full approach and say, yeah, there've been a lot of pauses, but look how many teams haven't had. Look how many teams
0: are up and running.
1: Right. Exactly. You know, it's, it's pretty much just, like I said, it just depends on your perspective on that kind of topic. But um, yeah, I, I hate to say that, like, I disagree with coach K cause I, I don't disagree with coach K. I do think that, right. you know, the, first of all, the safety of the players and the staff and all that has to be the top priority. Absolutely. And I agree with him, Absolutely. but I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough for me to say. It really is. I, 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 guess, I'll, I guess I'll, I, I have to agree with them, you know, on, on that point, but on the other hand, you know, I, right. And,
0: I, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where like, you know, this, Here's the thing he he keeps calling on the NCAA like coach K keeps calling on the NCAA it's not really the NCAA's call it's the conference's call
1: yeah right
0: i mean the like the the NCAA can't say to all the conferences oh you can't play mhm you know that no I, I wouldn't be surprised if some conferences especially some mid-low major conferences do say at some point during the year all right we're going to take a step back and we're going to pause for a week two weeks whatever and come back and reassess i think some conferences might end up in a bubble at some point um obviously yeah. that hasn't happened with any leagues yet mm. but i wouldn't be surprised to see that especially especially
1: because, conference tournaments i would not be shocked if they go bubble for conference tournaments
0: oh i would think that yeah i think the mac is basically already said they're going bubble for conference right tournaments. right um yeah you got to I think I think a lot of conference tournaments are going to be in a bubble. The NCAA tournament is kind of is going to kind of be in a bubble. It sounds like
1: yeah. It, I mean, it's it's, it's one like centralized a, location, you right? Know, it's gonna be like a
0: ninety percent bubble, bubble mm-hmm. right now. Um. So yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked to see if some conferences do take a step back and say, you know what, let's stop for a week or two. I mean, the NCAA can only cancel the NCAA tournament, and they flat out said they're not canceling the NCAA tournament. (laughs) Right, true. So, and it's, the deadline is sometime in February that leagues have to decide how they're going to determine their auto bid. One conference is already not playing, the Ivy League, and some individual teams that was, I think the two are Bethune-Cookman and uh, Maryland Eastern Shore are the non-Ivy Leagues at have already said they're not playing this year and are not playing. Um, But I mean, it's definitely a sticky situation.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're right. And I think so far, I, I mean, you've had, you have had a lot of games cancel. I mean, the Gonzaga Baylor one immediately comes to mind um, or at least postponed. Mm -hmm. Um, Texas Baylor. Right. Texas Baylor. Yep. That just got postponed. uh, Michigan
0: state, Virginia uh, earlier this week was called off so
1: it, right and you know it's the it sucks but I feel like it's it's one of those things where it's like it had to be expected you know what I mean you knew coming right, into yeah. the you season to, you, you weren't going to play every game you knew especially the non-conference you know big you know head-to-head matchups you know mm-hmm. you, you had to figure that those games are less of a priority than conference games of course right um so to see that you know, they were, you were able to play some high quality non-conference games. I mean, just this mm-hmm. week, we had a, we had a, had a great slate. Um, with conference play on the horizon for and already beginning for a lot of conferences, uh, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to be at least optimistic that, you know, things will continue to trend in the right direction. You know, games will certainly get canceled here and there or have to get postponed, right. but
0: and and um, it's easy and it's easier to play conference games because different leagues have their own protocols. Mm-hmm. So teams in like you say, two teams in the ACC are going to have the same protocols, but say we'll say an ACC team and a Big Ten team might have different protocols. Right. Right. So true. That's problem with that. Duke did cancel the remaining of their uh, non-conference schedule which was literally one game against gardner webb so <laughs> that wasn't uh really anything nate oates going back to what we said does have does like you said about you know the comment section on twitter nate oates does have a bit of a history of making controversial comments
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, one of which was directed at canisius about two years ago when he was the head coach <laughs> of uh yeah that was when uh Canisius was playing UB at Canisius two mm-hmm. years ago when UB was yep, like rings. a top twenty team in the country. They were number twenty one at the time, and said of is "Like, oh, this is their Super Bowl," and that ruffled the feathers of a few people at Canisius. So, yep. there, a, a little, a, there's a little bit of a history there. <laughs> um, so, like you said, there, it, it did sound, it did sound kind of like you know, comment section on Twitter. A little bit. Because so. that is what you see. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> that's a fact. Um, yeah, but Duke is 2-2. Two and two. Um, They will p- be playing on Tuesday. Uh, again, obviously, you would hope. Uh, playing on Tuesday, kicking off the... Or Wednesday, I'm sorry. Not Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, kicking off the conference slate against Notre Dame. Starting out that. Um, so next up... Kentucky one and 4 bad team bad like yeah <laughs> they're not good no. they're legitimately not a good they grew up a lot yesterday they definitely did grow up playing Notre Dame the other day because they were they were down you know 20 they were down 22 at the half it was 48-26 at halftime they come all the way back lose by one um they definitely did grow up but still like this team not good
1: no, not a, not at all. Uh, okay. well, you said you had your your stat correct. Yeah. So this I think, is I, know, the, I, think I might
0: know what stat you're talking. The about. The last time that Kentucky was one and four was 1984, and was that was that what you had?
1: Yeah, that was what okay. I saw on Twitter. Yeah. And this
0: is their second time being one and four. Um. So 1984, and then they didn't have another one and four start. Um. Since bef- since after Adolf Rupp took over the program. Holy cow. In 1930, they had that's... not had one before that. Oh my god, that's so it, it was in the 1920s. You and the crazy part is they play UCLA later this week, they could lose that one too. They, yeah, they could. <laughs> they, oh, I mean, they, no. they played Detroit, they played Detroit Mercy on Tuesday, so you, you would think. Oh, yeah, it. my fault, my fault, yeah. Um, but then they play UCLA at UCLA. And that oh no that game uh, neutral site that game's in Cleveland, um, against UCLA. That's a weird one. And then one. they play Louisville, at Louisville. Man, one and I, mean, I gotta mean... hope. <laughs> oh god! If they go one and two in those three games, like this non-conference season was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, for them.
1: No kidding. No um, kidding. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens come SEC play, but. Oh man! I mean, how insane would it be? I mean, this this might be a little outlandish. I might just be jumping the gun here. Oh, excuse me. Um, how outlandish would it be to see Kentucky not in the NCAA tournament? I what I I. When was the I, last
0: time Kentucky wasn't in? Twenty thirteen, I think. That's a good question. I think it was twenty thirteen. Um, uh, because. I'm looking it up now. I'm, I'm like 90% sure it was 2013. Yeah. Um, yes. 2013, 2013 was the last time Kentucky was not in the tournament. And then before that, you have to go to 1991. Wow.
1: That's crazy. Second time in 30 years. If, yeah. oh, if that does happen, of course, this year. Wow. Well, yeah. I I
0: don't. I don't count anything this year. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: Yeah. That would be insane.
0: 1991.
1: I mean, certainly still a long way to go. That's just me kind of speculating. Of course, you know they could easily turn
0: it around and you know finish top three, top four in the SEC. But that that 1984 team did. The 1984-85 team did recover. They finished 18 and 13. They went 11 and 7 in the SEC, and they made the Sweet 16. So. Oh, There you go. <laughs> Maybe I'll hope is not lost. Maybe not. They, uh, <laughs> they did lose in the first round of the conference tournament. Like imagine Kentucky losing in the first round of the conference tournament. I know that's like, that would be another, that would be <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, oh, no. yeah. So th- those, um, those four losses were to Purdue SMU, Indiana, and Louisville. <laughs> so there's your nugget there. Um, <laughs> Next up, this is one that you're sad about. Uh, Missouri very upset. beat Illinois last night despite – Io
1: put up 36 and they still yeah. lost. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: That dude, that man had the game of his life. He had 36 points, shot 13 of 20. Kofi Coburn shot 8 of 10, had 19 points and six rebounds. And they still lost Andre Carbello, 14 off the bench. Oh my God. Uh, that, that
1: not ruined my, ruined my weekend. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Absolutely. <ruined my> weekend. <laughs> uh, but like for real, I mean, to, to have your start player play the way he did have his, his sidekick, or I guess, you know, partner in crime in right. Colburn play the way he did. You get a huge, huge, huge contribution off the bench and you still lose that game i mean that's it's it's almost like inexcusable you know what i mean i mean that's Missouri's, just Missouri's, missouri is a good team though no you uh, you're, yeah, you're right you're right i and o.
0: you're right um they do have a win over oral roberts but then they've beaten oregon and that game was was that game was at a neutral site they beat wichita state at wichita state they beat liberty at home and then they beat missouri at, or and then they beat Illinois at home. Right. So yeah, it's true. Like this this is a good team. Mm-hmm. Um this is Missouri's. This is one of my nuggets. First <laughs> win against a top ten opponent for Missouri since February nineteenth, twenty thirteen. They beat number five Florida. Dang. That's crazy. And f- that was when Frank Haith was still the head coach there. Man. Who's now the head coach at Tulsa? <laughs> Holy smoke! That and that was, that was not long after. Was it 2012? I think it was that they lost to who was it? Norfolk State. Norfolk State in the in the tournament. Yeah. As a team I
1: was, just, team. you know, it's funny. I was just looking up that game because I, I I vividly remember that game because that
0: it was that, 2012. That hurt my bracket back then. Twelve year old me did, was yeah, very my, upset. Yeah, because that was that was the year. That there were – because Duke lost to Lehigh that year, too. Oh, that was – that was the same two. year. That was the same
1: It was, same was the year. same you're year. Right. It was the
0: same day, a couple hours apart.
1: That's, yeah, you're right. It was the same day. Holy
0: smokes. That's crazy. And, and like we said, yeah, it's got to be 2012.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was. It was. I liked it that. Was. I it off. Okay. Of all, it
0: was 2012. But, yeah, Missouri is a good team. So, Missouri – Um, Shout out to the guys at heat check college basketball for tweeting this stat earlier this afternoon. Missouri is one of the seven teams in the country that is in the Ken Palm top 40 and already has two tier a Ken Palm wins. Wow. One of seven teams in the country. And that, you know, that's a very early resume. watch. Yeah, no kidding. Holy cow. I'm wondering, so it's seven. Can you name the other six? I have the list in front of me. Gonzaga, yep. Gonzaga's one. Baylor, nope. Baylor is not. Oh yeah, true. They only really played Illinois. They've yeah. They've only. I think they have one tier a. Right, 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 right. Hmm.
1: Hold on. There's, I had to pull up. I had to pull up like a list. There, there's
0: a couple <laughs> that. There's a couple that should be obvious. There's probably one to two that are tough
1: okay let's see let's see let's see
0: you got one of the six so far
1: okay okay let's think here
0: and all of these teams are in the top 40 in kenpom
1: okay did i gotta think here I see my problem is I, okay, here, let me, I'm pulling up the rankings. I'm pulling up the rankings. <laughs> I can't do this unless I look at the rankings. That's okay.
0: That's okay. I'll, okay. I'll forgive that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Let's <laughs> see here.
0: Kansas. Kansas is one of them. Okay. We got four more.
1: Okay. 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 Did he, Houston, no. Houston nope, only beat Texas Houston. Tech. Not yeah, Houston. I was about to say they Houston's only beat Texas Tech. I'm just trying to think back to like all the big games. Did no? Is Nova one of them? Yep. Nova's okay. One of them. Okay, three out of six. Um. Low, ta- mm,
0: Texas. Am I yep. crazy? Texas okay, Texas. Yep. These last two are kind of are kind of challenging because uh, they're not they're not like obvious wins,
1: right? Um, I see. We said Missouri already. Um. Hmm like I'm I'm looking at teams who've like actually played a decent amount of games. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> many of these teams are like one and oh, two and O, and I'm like, there's no <laughs> way they're two wins or freaking top 25 teams.
0: Well one uh, one of the two one of the two is three and Okay. One of them has only played three games, and two of their wins are tier A. Uh
1: I don't even know. I'm gonna be here all day, like trying they are to pick teams. Florida State, Florida and St- San Diego State. Okay, okay. I I, so, I I
0: I probably would not have gotten San Diego State. The, the I wouldn't The Florida have thought State, State, State wins. Yeah, those are the tough ones. The Florida State wins were the Indiana and Florida, and the ones for San Diego State were UCLA and Arizona State. Those okay. are the, those two wins. They. They have wins over UC Irvine as well, Pepperdine, and then St. Catherine, who I believe is D two. Yeah, that would there that would go. add up. Hmm. Well, there you go. That, that that's my <laughs> quiz
1: stat for the day. trivia yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. What did I do? So, what did I do? Four four out of six, three out. Yeah, four out
0: of you six. You got four out of six. I take that. That's a passing six. grade. Oh, wait, is that a it's passing grade? Let me do the math on that. Yes, it is.
1: Four out of six.
0: Boom, sixty
1: six percent that's over there 65
0: that's passing my book that, That's barely sick it's barely 65 but it's passing <laughs>
1: <laughs> we take those we take those
0: we do um so missouri like i think i think missouri cracks the top 25
1: yeah i, I do, think I so do my top they they're about to say they, weeks, they were getting so. they they were getting votes last week i'm pretty sure so i would be starting. if they was? didn't yeah they were understand. yeah they 19 votes it. last week
0: they got okay cuz i i was looking at who got votes last week and yeah, Missouri was in there. Uh, I I couldn't remember the exact number, but I knew they were in there. So, I bet they do crack the top twenty-five this week. Yeah, especially um, with
1: Richmond getting blown out, they may drop. Right.
0: Oh yeah. I'm. I I don't want to say I was expecting that, but I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was unfortunate. I mean, you know, it's always nice to see a, a mid-major, right, you know, crack top twenty-five do well. But yeah, I mean, you know. Power to them for for scheduling a game against a, a pretty darn good team. I mean, they already played Kentucky, but uh, arguably you can say that they were not a very good team. But nonetheless, I'll I'll, I'll leave that I'll leave the the Kentucky hate out. Um, yeah. You know, pa- power, pa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, power to them for playing West Virginia. Obviously, didn't go their way, but you know, they still got 8 ten play coming up.
0: Uh, right. Looks like they got they got, Van- they got Vanderbilt on Wednesday. Oh yeah, for that. Yeah, An Vanderbilt. afternoon game, Wednesday afternoon, one o'clock. That's Richmond weird. and Vanderbilt. I respect it, but it's also kind of weird. Don't I, I like the that. afternoon games. I, I'm <laughs> oh, not yeah, gonna lie. True, I'm liking true. the after. I'm liking the daytime. Yeah. I'll be I'll be in a
1: cooler at Wegmans, but for you, you're set.
0: <laughs> I work nights, so right, there you you're go. set. <laughs> um, so I guess we can start getting into predictions for this week. I because, uh, so. Unless you had another topic,
1: oh, hold on, I you did actually, I did into. actually. It. Okay, hold on, I got, I got to, I got to pull, pull it up so I'm not, I'll make sure I'm not, I'm not getting anything wrong here. <laughs> I did want to talk about two games that happened uh, this past week, or three games, honestly, that happened this past Tuesday. Uh, Iowa, North Carolina. Yep. yep. Shout out to Luca Garza, absolute animal of a player. I mean, and like, was... what can't this man
0: do? He didn't even have that and, good of and, a game, and he still right. had, like, what? He had 16 points, 14 rebounds, yeah. and like, he that, missed 14 a, shots. He shot 6 of 20.
1: And he still put up 16 of 14 in probably yeah. one of his – one of, if not
0: his – well, it has to be
1: probably his worst game of the season so far. Like, it's that's got just it, absurd. Yeah, that's absurd.
0: He scored 23 – he had 23 against Northern Illinois today. And then against Iowa State, he had 34 points in 17 minutes. He shot 13 of 14. <laughs> bro, like what? That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I genuinely like watching him play basketball. He's gonna average. Like... He's gonna average 30. I, I think he's gonna average 30. <laughs> I know, bro. Like, if seriously, if anybody listening to the podcast has not watched Luca Garza play a game of basketball yet this year, you're doing yourself a disservice because you, yes, need, you need to watch him
0: play watch, basketball. Watch Luca Garza watch him play on your TV
1: yes exactly or if you don't have a tv i know a reddit
0: you didn't there hear you that go. from me that that's a lie there you, you did not hear
1: that fbi you didn't hear that from me <laughs> hey
0: what i just do watch espN oh yeah that's true yeah yeah, yeah. use, use the legal
1: use the legal service guys yeah not do not break the law <laughs> we're law-abiding citizens yes exactly <laughs> i've never broken law in my life not once no me neither <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm gonna move on from that now okay um, anyway uh Kansas Creighton another that was a that was a hell of a game that was yeah. really really exciting y- you game. feel for Marcus Zagorowski. oh do you uh, watching his yeah. mom they keep cut, kept cutting to his mom
0: that was oh yeah that broke my heart that was so uh, sad yeah um yeah I mean good on I mean first good on Zagorowski for drawing that three in the final seconds yeah that's a that's um,
1: that's a that's an uh kind of a rookie mistake there I think it was Jalen Wilson fouled him didn't he
0: Yes it was it was Wilson.
1: Yeah, it was a bit um, of a you know just a, uh inexperience but I mean other than that Wilson had a I hell of a game. Did,
0: did anyone really know about Jalen Wilson this year? Not that I, I can like not I, that I, I can think of. Year, like i had heard nothing about him.
1: I know, I honestly like the second they were talking they were talking about him like during the broadcast I was like I don't even like I didn't even know who this kid is like, I mean, obviously like after the game, I kind of, I like looked him up and I was like, Oh, okay. All right. You know, yeah. Freshman
0: Texas he was, forward, but he came at a four. He was, this is on uh 24 seven. He was the 53rd ranked recruit in the class of 2019, hmm. 53rd, eighth in the state of Texas. And he committed to Kansas Redshirted last year. He only got in two games um but yeah has almost kind of like come out of nowhere this year
1: yeah that's true i mean i mean what do you have 20 yeah 23 23
0: against creighton
1: man yeah shout out to
0: jalen wilson (laughs) keep keep it up he had 10 rebounds too oh yeah yeah no kidding double double so good player we didn't hear much about him before this year Mm -hmm. so but now he's kind of because Kansas doesn't have that like superstar player, like they don't right, have that rookie type player, Devon Dotson. Like, he can potentially be that guy for them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true, maybe. That's true. And I mean, so, they they open Big 12 play, isn't Big 12 that starts this week, doesn't it? Yeah, at Texas, dang, big game. Holy cow, their first three games in the Big 12 are at Texas yeah, Tech, they, West they Virginia, and Texas. They Holy have a
0: gauntlet to, to start the season. That's absurd.
1: Oh my God!
0: Yeah, they. <laughs> if they could <can>, if <laughs> they luck. can go, if they can go two and one in those games. Yeah, i was about to say power two if they can go two and one. Right, because two the the West Virginia and Kansas or not West Virginia and Texas, sorry, are at home. Texas Tech is on the road. Oh man! So you would think they could lose to Texas Tech, but then they beat West Virginia and Texas. Yeah, that's plausible. So it's definitely plausible. Um then third game on tuesday night illinois duke um we're yeah, was, about illinois a little bit yeah but a uh, bit of a i
1: don't want to say it was a blowout but it wasn't particularly it wasn't close particularly either close.
0: <laughs> no um
1: i feel like duke really besides like the first few minutes i'm not sure duke was really ever within you know six seven points right
0: they, yeah uh matthew hurt has turned into a serviceable player for duke mm-hmm but kind of other than that, like, they don't, no, they don't not have
1: really because
0: they don't have, like, I think they, somebody mentioned it on
1: the broadcast. I want to say, and it's mm-hmm. true. They don't really have many shooters. You know what no, I mean? Like you, you think, you think of Duke and, you know, you, you can immediately think of like, you know, in the past, like the number of playmakers they've had, you know, just in recent years, RJ Barrett. Um, I mean, Zion wasn't a partic- particularly a shooter, but I mean, you, you know, right. electrifying player. Um, but they really do not have that guy this
0: year. Uh, Matthew right. Hurt maybe could be that guy. Um, in the in their two games against non mid low major schools, because they have their two wins are against Coppin State and Bellarmine. Bellarmine is new to D one this year. <laughs> in the game against Michigan State, they shot five of twenty three from three. Illinois, they shot five of twenty two. Right. Not great. Not great. Well, even in Coppin State, it wasn't great. Nine to twenty-seven. I mean, it's yeah. better. It, it's but it's Coppin State, you know. <laughs> right. So it's Very a one point. in five Coppin State team. Yeah. Not not great. Not great.
1: Um, that. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to figure something out because, I mean, you can't expect you can't shoot like that in the ACC and expect to win a whole lot of games. I mean, you, right. You're you're gonna have to find something either whether that's you know kind of maybe not not focusing so much on threes and you know mm-hmm. trying to be more assertive when you drive and you know try to try to get to the paint and make plays from the paint or uh I, mm-hmm. I don't know i mean that's, that's that's a tough situation to be in but i'm I mean, sure if, i mean but if, luckily for them they have one, one of the greatest one coaches coach ever. in the
0: country that can yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: that's about to say thankfully so. they
0: have one of the best coaches of all time so right. Uh, Another result from Tuesday night, a team that's undefeated, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Oh, man. We love This is a big Rutgers podcast. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. How can you not love Rutgers basketball?
0: How can you not love Rutgers? I mean, come on. It's Rutgers. Just in general. Exactly. It's Rutgers. Um, Win against Syracuse, 79-69. Big one against Maryland uh, tomorrow night as they open up conference play. Um, an
1: even bigger one against Illinois on the twentieth. Bigger
0: one against Illinois. Uh, that that one's a week from today. Um, then they play Ohio State at Ohio State. Um, so three big games to open up the conference slate for. Yeah, no doubt. For Rutgers, but that uh, was a good win for them over Syracuse.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was kind of. I mean, they really had never hadn't played anybody before that. So I mean, mm. you know, Syracuse obviously is you no know, world beater this year, but. It's a no. good like, you know, yeah, we're here. You know what I mean? We can hang right. with the we can hang with the big boys. You know, I think that's a bit that of people, been a, a lot statement. But
0: Syracuse was gonna win. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I mean that did not it was a game I, I watched most of that game mm-hmm. uh, back on Tuesday night. But yeah, again, Walkers is a good team. They're gonna make the tournament, you would think. Um we're bearing
1: a collapse. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, good team, good team. Shout out uh, Rockers. We love Rutgers. <laughs>
1: Um, uh, I guess we can. I guess yeah, we can, do some can predictions now. I jump suppose. into
0: predictions now. First one we'll do is we don't have a ton of good matches. I know. Really. I was looking but at I guess that. We'll, we'll go to Kansas, Texas Tech on Thursday. Uh, you know, I
1: think Kansas is going to lose one of those three, and I'm going to say that this is the one they lose. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go yeah. Red Raiders.
0: i go. Yep. I oh, will go the same way. Uh, then we'll jump to. Saturday, hey, man, the really big crazy. one is Gonzaga and Iowa. Oh man, this is a <laughs> this is a tough one. We got, we have three you... good <laughs> games. We got three good games on Saturday, so we'll do
1: all three of them. Yeah. What happens when you put one tall boy against five really good boys? I guess That's I guess true. time will only tell.
0: Time will tell. Um, I'll go with Gonzaga. Yeah, I think Gonzaga, I, I think but I'm not Gonzaga as well. It'll be. It, I think it'll be tight the whole way but I think Gonzaga pulls it out.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Luka Garza, he'll, he'll get his, but as long as Gonzaga, right. I mean, watching the game against Carolina on Tuesday night, I mean, in the first half, I thought Carolina did a really good job. on. Luka. I thought they did a good job on Luka Garza, period, the whole game. But
0: right.
1: to to be able to yeah. take him away, you're basically right. just saying, here, have this open three. Here, have
0: this open three. Have right. this open look.
1: You know what I yeah, mean? That, that, and if, if that I was game... hitting – you know? That
0: game is going to be about limiting a guy like Joe Weiskamp, Jordan Bohannon, mm-hmm. C.J. Frederick, Patrick McCaffrey. Correct. It's gonna That game is going to be about limiting those guys. Right. That's true. Garza will probably have close to 30. <laughs> probably. Um, like he always does. <laughs> so it's going to be about limiting those other guys and keeping them at bay throughout the game.
1: Yeah, so that I would say that that is the, yeah. uh, that's the
0: recipe. Yeah. I'll, I'll go Gonzaga though. I'm with you there. Yeah, I am too. So I will go. So next uh, this is Saturday at four 15 North Carolina and Ohio state at Quicken Loans or rocket mortgage field house. Caught myself there. <laughs> um, I always forget it's called that. Yeah. Shout out uh, to, shout out to Jay for uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. um, I know, that. That is a, uh... I'm, I'm still not used to that. To <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that until you said it. I was like, oh, wow.
0: He's right. That, so, is, that is different. Anyway, North Carolina, Ohio State. Uh, this,
1: this, this, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. But it, it's a weird one, but it has the potential to be a decent game.
0: Right. Uh, Ohio State geez. struggled against Cleveland State today.
1: Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw on the ESPN website. I just yeah, that, that the game just uh, thinking
0: a little while ago. Arizona State almost lost to
1: Grand Canyon. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Uh, uh I don't know who I like here. Three tough games in
0: a row for Ohio State. They play yeah. Purdue on Wednesday, North Carolina and then Rutgers. That's a tough little stretch. Yeah, no kidding. Um you know, I'll I'm go North Carolina. I'm gonna go North Carolina. Yeah,
1: I think I think I'm gonna go North Carolina. I think I think th- it, it's close, but I, I, I think that they're ever so slightly the better team. So I just yeah. I just think that the better team will prevail in that one. That's my yeah.
0: best my best yeah. guess. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And then we'll do this wants to work. We'll do Virginia and Villanova, eight o'clock Saturday night. At hmm. the garden.
1: Oh, that's I didn't know that was at the garden. That's cool. It is at the garden. Um this is another well, I don't know if it's as weird as Ohio State, North Carolina, but no. It is it is a bit of a weirder one. Um Villanova certainly bounced back. Absolutely. Yeah. But Virginia is still Virginia. Right when you think that they're done, they're like, hey, we're still we're still Virginia. We're still, Virginia. <laughs> we're, still, we're still we're still just gonna hold this random team to forty seven points in a game, right? Um, uh, I'll say I'll say Nova. I picked my upset for the week in Texas Tech. I'll say I'll, yeah. I'll just roll with Nova. I'm I'm gonna go Virginia.
0: I'm gonna hey, disagree I like here it. and roll I with like Virginia. It. I like we it. got we got to have some sort of discrepancy. Absolutely, I'm with you there. And uh, yeah, I love it. And the last one, last one we'll do is Illinois and Rutgers on Sunday afternoon.
1: Oh man, this is like asking me to pick between my two favorite children. This is <laughs> this is this is terrible.
0: Um, You're gonna have to do it twice this year. So, <laughs> good point. by the way. Good point.
1: <laughs> um, I'll say Illinois. I think I think the Illinois bounces back.
0: Yeah, I think they do too. I'll, right. I'll roll with them. Much. Nah.
1: Records, no hard feelings. You know I love you guys, no. but I think Illinois is just the better team.
0: I have an upset pick for Sunday, Connecticut over Creighton.
1: Oh, it here first. Way. Jolly's heard locks. First. Jolly's stone cold lock of the week of the century.
0: I wouldn't call it stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it a prediction. A room temperature prediction. Room temperature take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. All right, well, are we done yeah. here? So, yes. So that will be <laughs> it for this week's episode of the and Smack podcast. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Good night.